American shooters. Blam, 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 blam. What is up, everybody? It is Monday, May 30th, 2022 AD. Happy or remember on Memorial Day, the fallen soldiers of America. Ka-ka-ka-ka. And it is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Hang tight, callers. We will get to your calls. You can call in. Going to have a fun Monday show, a fun Memorial Day show. Did you catch my appearances over the last three days of the week, last week, on a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday evenings? I was on The Crucible talking about sexual morality. Did get some feedback already on that because that was Thursday night, May 26th. Hippy Dippy Roundtable talking about gun control. We scratched the Madison Cawthorn thing. Protesting outside of Supreme Court justices' homes and the baby formula crisis. What's the cause? And then I was on Asmodor's show, The Crypto Report, on Saturday evening. Nice long appearance. Talking about church, men, women, Second Amendment, self-defense, stand your ground, my crazy callers, the dishonesty of the callers sometimes, and the upside-down world we're living in. That was cool. And then upcoming this Wednesday in two days, 6 p.m. Pacific, Wednesday, June 1st, the LGBT race and gender debate. Don't know exactly, specifically, what we will go into, but it'll be around those issues. Um, that's on Modern Day Debate. Shout out to Modern Day Debate. You can check all that out, thehakereport.com slash appearances. Today I'm going to be talking about uh, Ted Cruz. I saw on the internet there was a great article, something to the effect of, answer the question, Ted Cruz. And I shared that on my Telegram, the Hake Report on Telegram. And Steve Kerr, I talked about him, yes, last week. I quoted him. I shared a quote that from Commie Nonsense Network, CNN. Well, I just saw the clip on Sunday morning or something like that. I think it was Sunday morning. I saw the clip of Steve Kerr giving his statement, thumping the table. <laughs> he's a basketball former star. Well, he's still a star, basketball star, and now a coach. But he's a dumb liberal, though. What a shame. And then uh, I have an update on that man, uh, Donaldson. What's his name again? (laughs) What's the name of the guy whose jersey I bought? (laughs) Number 28 from the New York Yankees, I think. Some old news, but it's just an update. The guy who called the black player Jackie, he apologized. What a shame. All that and your calls. But anyway, guys, let's get right on. With the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la.
So, how are you guys doing? I am fine. Lots of super chats to read. I appreciate those. I will be reading them and calls to get to. And by the way, I am wearing my American Shooters t-shirt from Las Vegas, Nevada. It's a shooting range, indoor shooting range. What's it say here? An authentic American shooting experience. And I thought it was appropriate because there is an attack on American shooters, the legitimate, uh, decent ones, all in the pretense, such as, you know, NRA members, who by and large are half decent, I would say. Most men are half decent. Uh, They're saying, oh, the NRA, the gun nuts. Give me a break. Give me a break. They're pretending, they're blaming the most decent people for the uh, killers whom, the murderers whom liberal families, so-called families, messed up families, it's another word for liberal families, right? Which most families are liberal, if you go by that metric. Families filled with anger. And uh, liberal society at large creates, twists, doesn't create. It twists. If I want to be a Nazi with my, with my language, like Lin Yen Chin, very strict on accurate use or proper use of uh, the language. But liberal society twists people into becoming monsters, right? If you want to call killers monsters. What a shame, huh? So I thought it appropriate to wear an American Shooters uh, t-shirt because it was an American shooter who took out the school shooter. Right? That's what I heard. Is a Border Patrol agent. I presume he was an American. It's hard to know nowadays. I was talking on Asmador's show about the alleged, and it may have been real, the alleged cowardice of those cops alleged to have been cowardice by some, who did not go in in Uvalde at the the school while the shooting was taking place. They, maybe they were told not to go in or whatever. The alleged cowardice. Well, I was thinking about my generation and younger. My generation, our younger generations, seem to be more cowards per capita. And also, the demographic... The demographics down in Uvalde is mostly Hispanic. And a lot of Hispanics, too, they have a coward problem among Hispanics. They don't stay and fight it out in their country. They come up here with the easy life. Estamos en el norte, they say. (laughs) We're in the north. We can spend all this money. We don't have to worry about a thing. But no, they're... uh, a, a big coward problem among the Hispanics and among the uh, and among the generation at large, all races. So, something to think about, something to pay attention. Oh man, pay attention to. And I keep on cringing. I keep on grimacing a little bit because I broke a tooth. Do you guys want to see my broken tooth? <laughs> uh. I broke a tooth over the weekend. I was eating pistachio nuts. They were shelled. And I assume that that's when it broke. And I assume that I swallowed it. The broken part of my tooth. 
And uh, I was fine on Saturday. I didn't feel a thing. But then Sunday morning I woke up and my, I felt like I might have had a canker sore. You know, a, a cold sore on your tongue. But no, I think it was because it's my broken tooth was poking into it. And so I took some video of uh, my tooth. You guys want to see it? <laughs> yeah, you have to see it. Uh, cover your eyes. Look at this. This is the before picture, right? Is that the before picture? Is click a, clip clip A? Yeah. Yeah. Look at that broken tooth, that molar in the back. I did have my wisdom teeth removed. That's why I'm so dumb. I'm a ca- my caveman teeth removed. But look at that. Look, I think that's a filling actually on top of it. Gross. But mostly the food is gone. It's like black in there. My tooth is like hollow. And to this day, this is a Sunday morning that I took this. <laughs> you see how it's poking out? That was poking into my tongue when I was to sleeping. This day. <laughs> and so, like, I took my handy dandy. Can I show a. This is not a weapon, it's a tool, okay? So I took out my handy dandy M- midnight manager. That is a uh, Swiss Army knife. I'm an American, but I got a Swiss Army knife. And I pulled out my file. And I took my file and, like, filed down my tooth so it wasn't so sharp. So let me show you my filed down tooth so it wasn't quite so pokey (laughs) into my tongue. But I think the damage was done. And See, can you tell it's filed down a little bit? I did that after I got back to work. (laughs) Is this gross? Uh, Look at that. Dang, it's a hollow tooth. And it's black on the inside. Nasty. Maybe it's supposed to be like that. God made my tooth like that. No, Satan did. Satan's like, keep on eating candy. Uh, look at that. Nice. So, <laughs> uh, I'm, look- I'm just looked at the chat. Dude, hey, that's a cavity. You need a root canal. <laughs> yeah, see, the filed one, it, uh, it helped. But I think the sore is there, and so my tooth... My tongue may be kind of swollen, and so sometimes when I'm talking, when I was reading the news, I was having to talk slowly. Somebody was accusing me of having drunk. Mr. Sandman said, Hake was drinking all weekend. No, I did not. was not drinking all weekend. But <laughs> anyway, that's like a big tooth. That's like ten times the size of my actual real tooth. I'm looking at it on the monitor. Hake healing his own wounds. <laughs> it's a molar. Yeah. Hake grinds his teeth. Filing down your own teeth is extremely alpha, says Asmador with a super chat. Call a dentist, Hake, before you need a root canal. Yeah, I just called the dentist. I mean, I emailed the dentist over the weekend because the dentist's office is closed. Um, I got a... Uh, and so, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, it's been like 10 years since I've been to the dentist. Jesse says, that's monkeypox. <laughs> no. That's a... Never mind. No, it's not monkeypox. But anyway, thank you guys uh, and ladies for bearing with me through that through that tooth teeth experiment. Is the Facebook crew there? <laughs> I could show you th- anyway. I could show you the sore on my uh, on my tongue, but nah. Anyway, <laughs> Nick says yes. I haven't taken any photographs of it. It just basically looks like a cold sore. You know how it turns kind of white. But anyway, let me get to a call, guys, before I get into these stories here. I appreciate you bearing with me through that beautiful uh, uh, broken tooth. Denny is on the line in Bulgaria. Denny, thank you for calling and holding. How are you doing? 
All is well, Mr. Hake. I hope things with you are fine. Yeah, all is well as well. Thank you. Glad to hear. And sorry for the truth. It will go back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. It's my own fault. It's my own dumb fault. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Hake, I'm calling because I saw the debate between you and Vosh about um, homosexual behavior and pornographics and stuff and stuff like that. Yeah. It that was on me, the Crucible. It, Yes, it was. It took me about an hour to understand that this man was serious. I, I have never heard of this man before, but oh, yeah. at first I thought it, it was a joke that she was messing around with you. It, 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 it blasts me. How can people, and he's not a young man. He looks like he's above 30. Yeah. How can a grown man can be able to disregard such basic principles? Uh, I, I, and, uh, and he said something said a lot of stupid things, but uh, <laughs> one really hit me like, what's wrong with watching porn and stuff like that? Well, <clears throat> it, it's been, this is basic thing, like like uh, asking me what's wrong with a six-year-old drinking vodka. It's not supposed to do that because yeah. it takes a long time to, to shape a person. Like, for example, you need to walk a certain path to see certain things to grow into a person, into a man or into a woman so that you can know what's your purpose in life. And you can't just introduce this kind of nonsense and, and garbage in front of young yeah. people because their minds are not functioning properly. And, and this is why you, when you have a first grader, they, they, they learn about the alphabet. They don't, work, they don't learn about taxes and finances, right, one step at a time. I honestly cannot believe that a man above age of 30-something can be so out of touch with reality. And it's, uh, it's ridiculous. I really want to congratulate you, because like, you're a perfect example for that. There was a caller on your show either this week or last week or something like that, and he was talking about a, a topic that he shouldn't have talked, and you were remarkably professional. You, you allow them to talk, but you distance yourself in a kind of funny way to mind the algorithm. <laughs> yeah. That was, but all jokes aside, but, but that was a very mature, very professional thing that you just did. And you did it so naturally. It was, uh, 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 hats off, Mr. Heck. I appreciate uh, that. But, uh, indeed, sir. But it, it's shocking to see uh, an old, well, not an old man, but a grown man who is, Unable, and he was actually really unable. He wasn't joking. He was unable to understand very basic principles. Like those principles had been with us for the recorded 7,000 years history, or even more. I just know about 7,000. Maybe there was something before that. But this is absolutely ridiculous. Congratulations for being so professional. You. You did a remarkable job. I didn't watch it all because this guy was so stupid. It lowered the IQ of the whole building. I was <laughs> so, but I, I watched it for about an hour. You did remarkably well, Mr. Haig. <clears throat> Thank you for your show. Thank you for doing what you're doing. I wish you all the best and a remarkable week, sir. Well, thank you, Denny, in Bulgaria. I appreciate that. Have a great day, sir. You Bye -bye. as well. Take care. Yeah, he's talking about my discussion with Vosh. I've talked with Vosh before, and so has Jesse Lee. Jesse Lee interviewed him uh, a, a couple of years ago, maybe a few years ago. And then I interviewed him, and then 
Jesse Lee had him back again to debate, quote-unquote, against Elijah Schaefer, which was covered by Nick Fuentes, I remember. And I appeared later in that debate. JLP brought me on, and I asked them about dealing with black brutality because they always try to talk about police brutality. But yeah, Vosh is... It was a perfect... To me, it was like a perfect um, setup that that the Crucible debate hosted by that Andrew Wilson guy who hosts, who is one of the top hosts over there at the Crucible, discussing sexual morality. And I mentioned this already. I don't think that morality is sexual. You're not, it's not, you're supposed to just do that only in marriage. And even, and even in marriage, there are, there's a, a right and wrong and many wrong ways to go about that. Some people thought I was overly strict. Maybe so. But some of people read more into what I was saying than what I was actually saying. Uh, yeah, Vosh. Vosh, one of the more, the more shameless people whom, uh, <laughs> whom I know of. <laughs> Terrible. But uh, very interesting. Thank you again, Denny from Bulgaria, and shout out to the people joining into the live chats and the debate appearances that I make. I was on Hippy Dippy Roundtable. That was interesting. I heard that there was somebody, speaking of the Hippy Dippy Roundtable, I heard that there was somebody who was so shocked by my, a fellow panelist who was so shocked by my statements on Hippy Dippy that they wanted to... I guess they is not proper. He or she wanted to, uh, like, take me to lunch or something and see if I really felt that way. (laughs) But to me, like, I was glad that I was there to represent my side, I guess, because nobody else was saying some of the stuff that I was saying. But it was cool on Hippy Dippy. There was one white man who was really representing the white side in like a nice boomer way or Gen X. He was probably Gen X. Gen X way. He might have even been millennial. He might have been my age, but he acted more like a Gen X or a boomer. The Turk. T-E-R-K. Not Turk as in T-U-R-K. The Turk. Knowledgeable guy. All about following the law. How white is that? Yes, that's white, and I appreciate that. And he was a he was a decent guy. Probably the most decent guy on that whole panel. Shout out to the Hippy Dippy Round Table though. Very interesting. So, anyway, um before I get to more calls, <sighs> uh, shall we cover Ted Cruz? Let's cover Ted Cruz. I call him a rhino. I used to really think that he was the best Republican. And maybe for a while he was, which isn't saying much. The top of the trash heap, which is better trash than the Democrat trash heap, I guess. I don't know. Um, but he got confronted by Sky News last week, and I saw that on the Internet. Shout out to the Internet. The most censored Internet uh, website in existence. Just answer the t- question, Ted. Why do these mass shootings only happen in America? I shared this on my Telegram. I, sh- I shared it uh, 
and I'll share it on my um, blog post for today's show. Common sense, James. You represented common sense. Well, thank you, Jabril. And so this is from Really American. They share this uh, video from Sky News. Sky News, I think of as like an Australian outlet. They're accused of being sort of conservative, like Fox News. Faux News. And Fox News are not really that conservative, to be honest. Excuse me. And, uh, and this reporter, I assume it was a Sky News reporter, maybe it wasn't. This reporter, conf- and he has an accent, not an American accent, I don't think. Certainly not an American p- mind, but many so-called Americans don't have an American mind. They, he confronted him and said, guns are the heart of the issue. Guns are not the heart of the issue of these mass murders. Those are the tool. That's literally the surface of the issue. You know nothing about the heart of the issue, dumb reporter. But here's how Ted Cruz handled it. Uh, apparently they're at some convention or, or something in this big building. And it looks like he's shaking military members' hands and he's talking kind of quietly to this guy. And he starts to get a little bit agitated. But he's all talking all phony, pretending to be all somber about these kids. Well, listen to how it starts. Here is, uh, here is Ted Cruz versus this reporter, or few. Listen to this. There are 19 sets of parents who, who are never going to get to kiss their child goodnight, I guess. Is this the moment to reform gun laws? You know, it's, it's easy to go to politics. But it's important. It's at the heart of the issue. I, I get oh, I, that that's where the media likes to go. No, it's not. It's where many of the people we've talked to here like to go. The proposals from Democrats and the media, inevitably, when some violent psychopath murders people. A violent psychopath who's able to get a weapon so easily. 18-year-old with two AR-15s. If you want to stop violent crime, the proposals the Democrats have, none of them would have stopped this. But why does this only happen in your country? I really think that's what many people around the world just, they cannot fathom. Why only in America? Why is this American exceptionalism so awful? You know, I'm sorry you think American exceptionalism is awful. I think I, this I think, aspect, I think, I think this I think, aspect you know of it. You get your political agenda. No, it's God, honestly, God love you. Senator, it's no, not. No, I just I want to understand right. why you do not think that guns are the problem. Why is this just an American problem? Well, it is just an American problem, sir. Mr. Cruz, why is America sir? the only country that faces this kind of you know what? mass shooting? But you can't answer this that. Can, you can't answer that, can you, sir? You can't answer that. Why you know, is this country? Why is it that people come from all over the world to America? Because it's the freest, most prosperous, safest country on earth. It may be the freest, it may be the most popular. Why are our kids dying in school? But, <laughs> so he runs away. He, go, he goes away. And uh, my first thought was, this is not... America is not the only country that this happens in. And America is like the biggest country and it has like all kinds of, it's very diverse. And it's, like I said, it's liberal society that raises these people to be this way. They only want to go after the guns because in my mind, going after the guns is going after the men. It's going after the independence of the individual people. 
It's saying, the government will protect you. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And I was reading this article. It was a very interesting article. Just answer the question, Ted. Why do these mass shootings only happen in America? And that's obviously an exaggeration because there's a bunch of mu- Muslim shootings. This, the writer points out, Andrew, Andrew Anglin in Daily Stormer points out a bunch of Muslim mass shootings, but those, don't, those are different from the uh, <laughs> Wanglin. Those are different from uh, the, the misfit whites, Asians, Hispanics, and, and uh, second-generation Muslims who come here. And whoever, whatever that Las Vegas shooter was, like, we never really got a motive from that situation. Rwandan, Rwandan news outlet? <laughs> yeah, huh? Is that what that is? <laughs> RW. <laughs> I thought RW was for right wing. <laughs> Stormer-daily.rw <laughs> Rwandan. Nice. He's had to change his website so many times because in America, you cannot have your freedom of speech. So-called American companies and foreign companies. He states that, that America is the most progressive and liberal country in the world. I don't know if that's exactly true, but maybe it is in terms of the fake leadership. They're always saying, oh, we need to be more like Europe, when actually Europe is maybe not as even as bad as us. They just get overwhelmed a lot quicker because they have a smaller... Uh, smaller population, but they seem to be, I want to say the word, I heard Nick say the word, they get, they seem to be suckered so much faster than us. I mean, one of the Irelands had a, well, against its will, had a radical homosexual prime minister. Nick's dream, Nick at night. Yeah, Nick was, I heard Nick say the word, don't repeat this word, kids, but cuck. (laughs) Oh, sorry, kids. Sorry, parents. Not sorry, but had to say it, just so you guys are know, aware. America, it means forsaking what's right in, in, the, in favor of what's evil, effectively. America has the world's highest rate of prescription psycho, psychotropic drug use, says Andrew. Um, America has the world's highest rate of untreated so-called mental illness. Spiritual illness, but mental illness leads, spiritual illness leads to mental illness, right? America has the ugliest man-made structures in the world, creating urban environments that are alienating and dehumanizing, he says. America is one of the most pornography-riddled countries. Yeah, also the least sexually active countries. You know, people get, um, (laughs) I won't get into that, but they're not getting married, and they're just alienated. And some of the uh, mass serial killers have said, and I don't know if it's just propaganda, but they have said that they got into pornography first, and then they got into rape, murder, cannibalism, and stuff like that. I heard. Don't know how true it is, but it's certainly not a good thing, getting into all, the, all those this pornography stuff. America has one of the highest divorce, divorce rated race rates in the world. Can I talk? America has one of the lowest marriage rates in the world. Yep. The highest rate of children living in single-parent homes, meaning single mothers. And yeah, a lot of weak fathers, too, have raised, have uh, not raised, but been there while Satan raises the child to be evil, become evil, an evil adult. Um, America has the least social cohesiveness as a result of being the most diverse country in the world. Yeah, 
Neighbors don't know each other or look out for one another anymore. Exceptions, of course, to the rule. America has a mass intelligence, perhaps most importantly, says Andrew. America has a mass intelligence apparatus with a well-documented history of running utterly amoral psychological operations against their own population. And same thing with the mainstream media, same thing with the uh, phony politicians. But yeah, yeah, it's true. And he goes in and, and talks about strange things that have happened among all these different killers and things, including assassins and all, going all the way back to Marilyn Manson and the CIA and all kinds of stuff. But he's talking about real things. He's not into the conspiracy stuff so much. But there is mess going on. And these people, the government doesn't care. They lick their chops anytime somebody dies and they can use it. Anytime a white does something wrong they, so they can use it or anybody does something wrong. They don't care. They're evil. It's an evil world. And they want to... Uh, more crimes are stopped with guns than are committed with guns. But in the hands of regular people, by the way. Regular people. So... And I remember when I was a kid, and I, if you caught church with Jesse Lee Peterson, there was some common sense stated in church. But I remember as a kid... I instinctively knew, or I just logically knew, that going after the guns, going after so-called gun control, was not logical. Because you're not solving the evil of the heart. You're not. And the evil of the heart is what's gotten, seems to have gotten worse. And encouraged by this liberal society that wants to go after the guns because they don't care about family. They don't care about right and wrong. They say, oh, you can't do anything about the fact that these people are crazy. Well, they didn't used to be, this didn't used to be so rampant. <laughs> anyway, let me read a few super chats here uh, before I get back to calls and... Some other stories. There's a cringy clip. You got to see it from uh, Steve Kerr. Is it Kerr? I kept on wanting to say care. <laughs> Steve doesn't care. No, I'm kidding. But anyway, some super chats, guys. Um, Asmador with a super chat on Odyssey, O D Y S E E dot com slash at the Hake Report. By the way, follow him, A Z Z M A D O R. He's the one who interviewed me on Saturday. He and Tony Castle. Uh, Happy Memorial Day to James and crew. Well, thank you. On behalf of Nick and Chris and JLP and Hake and Bill and Doug and all of us, happy Memorial Day to you as well. Appreciate that. Um, Asmodor states in response to, I think, my broken tooth, this very thing happened to me. I only ever had one cavity. Well, I had more than that. Uh, that was filled in my teens. In my 40s, I was eating a hamburger and bit on into something hard, and the molar broke. It had rotted out under the filling. Big dentistry is a scam. Wow. F fair warning, right? Shameful. Yeah, I made sure to 
I'm going to book an appointment with, I better not say this on air. <laughs> I can say it. I'm, I'm looking to book an appointment with a white man, or a white passing man at least. Isn't that nice? <laughs> uh, and I don't think he's Jewish, by the way. Second generation dentist, so I think he takes pride in his work. He was recommended to me by another white man who's not even really into the white thing. Most whites aren't, but that's fine. I don't mind. So, right on, Asmodor. Thank you. And pray for Hake. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll pass that along. Um, Based America First with several super chats here states, Great job on Hippy Dippy. Cawthorn, Madison Cawthorn, is so unpopular, nobody wanted to discuss. So much anger. Joe Lewis, the black guy on the Hippy Dippy Roundtable, who actually surprised me. Uh, I liked him. Joe Lewis and the Turk were level-headed. Indeed, they were. Very true. The Turk especially. Joe Lewis kind of went off sometimes when it wasn't necessary, but he was right overall on stuff. That was cool. Uh, Foreigners commenting on lawful American free speech... Bryce Live had nothing stumped into substantive. His jokes flopped all night. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. But I appreciate Bryce. He's a nice guy. But yeah. Maddie Cakes goes on Based America First. That's the lady in the... And I use the term somewhat loosely. She seemed to be a little loose. Um, not necessarily very ladylike. Maddie Cakes should move to UK or Japan instead of advocating for debt spending and implement her anti-2A, anti-Second Amendment, utopian delusion. Sprouticus smoldering over the PTSD comment misunderstanding. Yeah, Sprouticus. I liked him, though. I liked him. Sprouticus was this veteran. He puffed up, oh, my brothers, on behalf of my brothers, Hake, because I used the air quotes around PTSD saying that the, this whole mental health scam, you know, oh, take away the guns and issues of mental health. Red flag laws, right? I'm not necessarily for that, right? Because they're, gonna, they're, they're accusing the right-wingers and Christians and veterans of having mental illness so they can take away our guns or whatever, you know, calling us extremists and stuff. Give me a break. Anyway, uh, yeah, Sprouticus smoldering over the PTSD comment misunderstanding. He's all, they really do have PTSD. It's in the DSM. Well, I didn't say, I didn't get into it with him, but the DSM, the Diagnostical Statistics, I don't know, whatever it is, but that's a psychology Bible, right? Uh, That's not an authoritative source. It's politically influenced. Not that I question the PTSD thing as being, you know, they have a trauma, you know, many of the veterans, but... They changed, in the DSM, they changed homosexuality away from being a a mental illness. Not that it is mental necessarily, it's spiritual, and then it affects the mind. And I don't know how much it affects the brains. But yeah, um, true. And constitutional conservative doesn't want Hake on his side. Yeah, Sprouticus. Uh, Base America First goes on Hake. Selfish women increase baby formula demand. Maddie Cakes... Unhinged double middle finger. <laughs> yeah, she gave me the middle, double middle finger. I didn't know that until uh, Nick Stream told me afterwards. Nick did, host of Nick Stream. I hope your future wife brings a date to your funeral, she said. <laughs> yeah, 
uh, self-described dog mom. Who would have guessed? Progressives keep bringing up sexual degeneracy. Uh, Base America First says, Babies must have starved to death before 1865 when the first baby formula was introduced and then remained malnourished until the FDA nutrition guidelines in 1980, uh, which approved soy. Whoa. Nobody can search the internet to learn to make their own formula? Base America First goes on asking, Could breast implants have reduced the ability of some women to nurse? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. And not to mention, women try to stay all skinny sometimes, or they just don't eat right, so I think that that can affect um, uh, the uh, output, the production of sustenance for the babies. I wonder. Fun discussion with Asmodor on the crypto report Saturday. Thank you, Base America First. And shout out to my volunteer, my intern, for the timestamps. I just posted a comment under Asmodor's Odyssey um, video of our interview of the timestamps that uh, my volunteer, my intern, posted. That's cool. Those guys have a ton of stories, says Base America First. Always interesting to pay attention to how men discuss things. Yeah, very true. John WX25 says, great job debating the, f- the filth on the hippie, hippie sh- bloop, pee show. <laughs> He meant hippy-dippy, but he, he didn't mean hippy-dippy, but yeah. He cussed. But I can't repeat it, but it was funny. You showed great decency or discipline dealing with the nasty female and sissy Brit. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that he was like that. And then at the end, he told me a vulgar statement. Not necessarily for children, my appearances on these other shows, FYI. In case you didn't already know. We kicked the Brits' rears. <laughs> He said a different word. And earned our constitutional rights. Yeah, Esoteric says, Happy Memorial Day and birthday to Lord Goodhair. Tell JLP to give you guys more holidays off. What the? Yeah, we have uh, the rest of the day off after we finish our uh, the show. We like to have a show. Right? Uh, Jenny Crosby with the Super Chat states, The media is the real problem, Hake. Especially your buddies at CNN. <laughs> it's open season. With misinformation or disinformation or malinformation. Yeah. Well, he didn't rattle off all those things. He said misinformation. Yeah. Excuse me. Yes, true. I agree. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate that. That was quite a, almost 10 minutes of Super Chats there. Let me get to Jared in Missouri before I get to uh, uh, Steve Kerr. (laughs) Jared in Missouri, how are you doing? How you doing, man? Fine, thank you. I'm doing well. Nice. Uh, yeah, I just called uh, kind of, so what do you think about the progression of things? How things are getting more radical? Uh, huh. It is exciting times. It's to be expected. Yeah. And uh, I'm happy to be here so I can speak, speak against it. I was right on, like, for for example, I was happy to for the opportunity to, to be on those panels because I was the only one saying what I was saying, you know. So I'm happy to be like the lone voice in a group such as that, and I think other people can be that too. And the minority can be the squeaky wheel, the squeaky wheel that gets the grease. Maybe that's a really good point, man. Because. Uh... <laughs> Uh, yesterday I went to some karaoke and I'm, uh, there were 
I went with a buddy, and he had a buddy, and then there were these two girls that were really good at singing. But as the night went on, you know, I just listened to their conversation, and uh, they started talking about Christians <laughs> and started slamming Christians. And I was like, well, I'm a Christian. And they were like, <laughs> and then they tried to defend themselves and all this stuff and then point out all the ills of Christianity. And I was like, well, here's, here's the bottom line. I think it's cool that I can sit here in a circle of people who no longer want to be around me because of my beliefs, and I couldn't care less. And they just went quiet. And I was like, but there's a double standard, because if I had said any of the things you guys just said, you guys would be up in arms. Am I wrong? And they were silent. Yeah. But you make a good point. I think uh, this time that we're going into, man, we got to be ready for anything. Just stand, give an answer for our faith, because I'll tell you right now, more and more people are hating on Christians, man. Yeah. Hating on them. Yeah, it's true. And you can be a good example. That's all we can do. Right. But, but the thing is, in the Christian world, how many Christians, I have a question for you, James, like, do you know the real world history, not what we're taught in school? Do you know, like, from the beginning to now where we're at? No, I don't even know what we're taught in schools. <laughs> Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, the reason I ask that is because the world and the way history has played out is nothing like what they've told us. And people are catching on to that. But I mean, it goes even deeper. It goes very, very deep. Things that, uh, you know, you say people would call you crazy, but you've researched it, you've prayed about it, you've, you've sought the truth. And when you know truth, you know truth. And it all makes sense. But so many Christians right now, they're going to get caught up in this lie, this big deception. Are you still there, Jared? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? What's the big deception? What? The, the big deception is uh, all the media, all the movies, the music. So everything runs on energy. We, I mean, we know that. Well, energy comes in a bunch of different forms, and one of them is wavelength, for example, music. Uh, the celebrities out there right now, what they're doing is they're casting spells. Literally, their words, the way they structure their sentence, the, the base behind it. Right. Uh, everything is structured in, in a format that's, that comes from thousands of years ago when they used to beat their drums and burn people alive and do all sorts of heinous things. That's all happening now. But Interesting. It's broadcast. Yeah. It's broadcast everywhere. You're talking about, like, so, the entertainment stuff is sort of captivating to people and it puts them in a trance-like state? Exactly, except on every front. Yeah, so and you know example, what? That's, oh, that's, that's how, like, social media and our phones are... Are set to be like scroll, 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 scroll type of thing. Yeah, just endless distraction and entertainment. Yeah, that's why I think the JLP's silent prayer is so important, and the uh, quiet time, getting away from all of that distraction and being quiet and paying attention to yourself, and one hundred percent not going with temptation and stuff like that. 
Nice. Yeah, and we're going to struggle against all this stuff coming, and, you know, the silent prayer is really just being still, seeking God in truth. That's really all it is, like getting rid of the front, not trying to trick God. Just being you, God made you, you're before Him, you know it, your your conscious is focused on the Father. It's as simple as that. Yeah. You know, uh, I, How old before are you? you let me go, oh, I'm 27. Okay. Were you a liberal uh, before? Oh, no, absolutely not. But I've always been radical. I've always... When I was a kid growing up, I had a pretty rough lifestyle, but something deep down, like when Jesus would be brought up or people would mock Jesus inside my heart, I was like, no way, dude. Like, you're mocking... Who mocks God? Like, I don't yeah. know. I just had this inherent fear of God. Not that I was serving him. But you were raised, you, know? you were raised Christian and then you, you were lived wildly, but you would always, uh, defend Christianity. Uh, yeah, in a sense, but I mean, uh, I, I grew up in a broken home. If my dad hadn't told me about God, then I wouldn't know anything about God. I would be off in the world doing the same things that I'm trying to fight against right now. So it's funny how just the smallest things when you're young can turn into the biggest things when you get a little older. Okay. Nice, man. Uh, if, if you don't mind, I don't want to take too much of your time, James, but I wanted to wrap up on my point about the spell that's being cast. Okay. Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to get bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where if a person's not prepared, they're not going to see it. They're going to be in the spell, and they're not even going to know it. It's, it's going to be bad. And it's a, it's a progression that's about to take place over the next few years concerning implementing technology to cancel out the curses that are coming. So, so men and women do things all day long that God has to judge, right? He has to. He's perfect. So you do evil, then God will allow evil to come upon you, and then the world gets worse and worse, right? Well, they're going to come out with these technologies, right? They're going to they're going to usher it in through these through the avenues we were speaking about, like media, music, everything. In fact, there's already celebrities out there with computers in their brain. I'm telling you that right now. They're, they've already set the stages. Now, when things get chaotic. They're going to come out. All the all the wicked people are going to be the fall guys. All the people that we can look at and go, oh, these people are definitely wicked. Then the even more wicked people are going to come in like they're angels of light, like they're good. They're coming to save everybody. Uh-huh. And it's going to look that way. Uh-huh. When they're the ones who had the power and the influence and worked behind the scenes all along. That's what's about to take place. And then people are going to start implementing technologies willingly into their bodies, and then you're going to have what Revelation speaks of, a time like no other except for before the flood. That's the only time things were like what they're coming into now was before the flood. Very interesting, man. I appreciate the warning. Yeah, dude. We have to get ready, man, because things are about to get wild, man. Talk about exciting times. We were born for the pinnacle, like we were born at the time when God is going to set everything straight. 
but it's not going to be like daisies and flowers. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be, you know, horrible, just like God says it's going to be. The day of the Lord is not a day of peace and love and joy. It's a day of brimstone, fire, and plague. We'll see what happens. Man, call me again sometime, Jared. I'd like to talk with you again on this stuff. Yeah, man. Honestly, dude, I would like to get an in-depth conversation with one of you guys uh, off-air or something. The ability to actually tell you some things that are happening. Whether you, you know, you don't have to believe me, they'll show themselves. But, you know, it might might, uh, clear away some of the confusion because there's so much confusion right now. Yeah. All right, man. You working? You have a job right now? Yeah, I drive for FedEx. Oh, nice. Oh, I don't know if you should have said that, but right on, uh, man. I wish you well. I'm, a, I'm contracted, so yeah. I guess it's not really for FedEx. But. Cool. Well, take care, man. I wish you well, and, and we'll talk again. Yeah, dude, definitely. I'll call again. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, man. I have to cover Steve Kerr. Before I get back to calls, hang tight. Uh, hang tight, callers. Let me get to... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Steve Kerr's performance was even more laughable than the substance of his words. There was this blue checkmark lib male who said, watch this man or listen to this man or something like that. And this is old news. It happened last week, okay? And I quoted him already on Hake News, and I, men- I might have even mentioned him once or twice on this show already before, you know, last week or something. But this is a clip that I came across on Twitter, and this was, I think it was, must have been before a game, a basketball game. This is Steve Kerr, who is a very famous white, I think he's a normal white, but not normal Not the normal kind of normal white. (laughs) I don't even know if he's a Christian, to be honest. Oh, you know what? I don't even know if he's a normal... Uh, He's Mick. He might be Mick. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. uh, From, like... Is he from NorCal originally? I don't know. But he's a... He is a uh, coach now. NBA. Coach. National Basketball Association. Not a decent organization, honestly. But I think I've known for a while that he was a liberal. He's a UCLA alum. Oh, yeah, and his mother taught at UCLA. Tells you something, right? And his father got assassinated in, like, the Middle East somewhere, I think. Uh, Back in 1984, this guy was 18 years old, I heard. Um, (laughs) uh, I think he might have... He was, like, a president of a... American University in like one of those countries and like the uh, the Islamic militia something went and shot him like a couple of times in the back of the head he might and he might have been a fed I don't know but effectively his parents were academics his mother's like want to say 84 or something like that um, yeah true uh, Chris says whites do be doing that do-gooders over there in foreign lands. Anyway, here's, again, this is old news. Many of you maybe have even seen it, but I'm going to play this whole thing of him, like, slamming the table. Oh, we can't believe we're doing something. And he's talking like 
like he has to be expressing condolences. You don't have to say nothing about it if you're so sick of of expressing condolences. And we're gonna go. Well, listen to him. He's got like he's like. And then we're gonna go out and play the game of basketball. We're gonna give lip service and go play the ba- basketball. Exactly what he's doing. Here it is. <laughs> In Southern California, and now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on H.R. 8 which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple of years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up. I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight. But I want every person here, every person listening to this, to think about your own child or grandchild or mother (laughs) or father or sister or brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know? Come on Mavs, let's go. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go play a basketball game. And and 50 senators in Washington are gonna hold us hostage. Do you realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check? 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote despite what we the American people want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. He storms off. (laughs) And with his old guy walking, I mean, he is older. (laughs) But he doesn't even really know how to express himself. I think he's just like, wants to act like he's earnest, but it's kind of obvious, sort of acting. I don't know, he's just kind of awkward. Is there any sense to that? Anybody know about that HR8? First of all, why are those 50 Republicans, if what he's saying, if there's any truth to what he's saying, he talks about HR8, universal background checks. What else is in it? What does that mean? What's wrong with background checks, asks somebody named Dees, right? Stop being paranoid. Nobody's taking your guns. They never did in the past. This is serious. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Yes, they do take the guns. There was a man who, a 60-something-year-old man, 50-something or 60-something-year-old man, who got killed by the cops because... They red flag lawed him. This came out a few years ago, I want to say, or less. And uh, he started getting crazy, overreacting when they tried to take his guns. Although 
that's a pretty outrageous thing to try to take your guns away from you. But somebody red flag lawed him. Red flag law meaning they, uh, they, they, uh, somebody, either a judge or, a co- or either a cop or a family member or a friend or something, said, this guy is acting crazy. I think that you should take his guns for a time. And a judge approved it, apparently, and so the cops showed up at his house to take his gun from him. He tried to shoot at them because he's like, no, you're not taking my guns away from me. And sure enough, they took his guns away from him and they killed him. I think they killed him. This was a pretty big story a, a year or two or three ago. I remember, I remember covering it. Do you guys remember that? Um, so yes, they are taking the guns, and they want to. But as church yesterday, one guy, Troy, who's called the show before, stated, don't let it get in your mind. Don't get, don't get scared. You scared? Because that man maybe did, maybe he, sh- not maybe, he probably should I said probably again. Perhaps he should have acted differently. You know? Had the right mindset. Because you want to live another day, right? (laughs) And if you have fear, or if you're thinking, oh, they're going to take my guns. You don't want to have fear, but you want to fight back in the right way. Against this nonsense, spiritually, metaphysically speaking. Because it is nonsense. These people, this guy is raised in a liberal society, and liberal society is what what raises these people to be doing these things. Whether they're Muslims or atheists or eco-fascists, people who think that, uh, that human population is causing all this pollution, or whatever, or just the, uh, Angry misfits. That's what's creating this. But yes, let's scapegoat the guns. LA, the, the failing Los Angeles Slimes reports, Salvador Ramos, which is the name of the killer for Uvalde, right? The alleged killer. He's dead too. Passed a background check, legally purchased the guns that he used in the attack. Although, how did he afford those guns? Somebody said, I think it was CJ, Connor, Chris Connor said that nowadays a lot of kids just living at young people just living at home. They work. They don't spend a lot of their money, and so maybe they, maybe that way he afforded it. Or somebody on Hippy Dippy said he was able to afford it with the sleazy Joe Biden stimulus checks. I have no idea, but he, those were expensive Daniel Defense guns, or one of them was a Daniel Defense, which is an expensive t- uh, type of AR thing, right? Terrible. But that's phony. It's phony. I wonder what's in that HR thing and how good of how good of a thing that is. Do you really want the government having all your information? Not necessarily. Why do what do they want to know? Why do they want to know? Why do they need to know? They don't do anything good with it. All this national attention only inspires copycat crimes and feeds paranoia and drama and anti-Second Amendment mess. You know? We are at the top of the hour, but I'm just trying to make, trying to 
finish my point, at least some of my point here, against Steve Kerr. He's not thinking like a man. Yes, Daniel Defense is a very high upper end AR-15, says Esoteric. Yeah. These people. Female-minded, shallow thinking, and they're not for solving the problem, solving the root of the issue, the evil of the heart. And you can do it. You can, because it wasn't happening like this in the good old days when we were a a white Christian country. I was reading this article about how we are no longer a majority white Christian country. I think it's like 44% white Christians now. 44% of the country is white Christians. It used to be 53%. And before that, it was much more than that. Pretty trippy, huh? I was thinking how nobody's brought up because it's so far removed from our thinking that there's no prayer in schools. In the old days, they had prayer in schools. Think about how far we've fallen. We being the American people, you know. And they want to erase the great Confederate American heroes and other, uh, even the Yankee American heroes, there are some. There are some Yankees who were decent. (laughs) Just look at that Donaldson guy. I'm going to get to him. Uh, They want to forget all about those people. They want to bash and alienate some of the best Americans. Tucker Carlson, Jesse Lee Peterson, Donald Trump, and you. That's not a solution. They're getting rid of the best people. They're trying to get rid of the, and silence and marginalize and, and erase and some of the best people. That's only going to spread evil. This uh, mass shooting thing, it's a symptom of the evil of liberal society. Liberal! Including the so-called conservatives who are liberal at heart, too, because they got the anger. Anyway, guys... Um, It is past the top of the hour. There is one line open, and I will be getting to your calls, and I will be getting to Jackie Robinson. (laughs) Uh, But first, it's time for some music now. How about some music? Uh, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, I'm chuckling about what's coming. Uh, Not today, necessarily. I'm chuckling about June, which is false pride and utter degeneracy month. I disavow my music for June. But I do not disavow this song. This is from White Heart. I have played White Heart before. It's a Christian band from the 80s and early 90s. Uh, This is from the album Powerhouse from 1990, the year that Bond was started. You know, Jason Lee Peterson's nonprofit. This album is called Powerhouse. I think I mentioned that. This track is entitled, first track, Independence Day. Isn't that nice? Yeah, I know it's Memorial Day right now, but we can also celebrate Independence Day. And this is also a Christian message. So enjoy your musical Philistines. Grin and bear it. Or press mute. But I don't recommend that. that. It's only five minutes long. And um, go shovel snow. I heard there was some snow over the weekend, maybe. 
um, rake your leaves, plant your garden, or stay right here, and I'll be back for the rest of our two hang tight.
This is actually decent, Hake. Well, thank you, man. <laughs> this is too classic. Am I in a movie? Is this from the Top Gun soundtrack? Don't you like that? I'm looking at the uh, LA County flying in. <laughs> what in the budget Lord of the Rings medal is this? Hake? Hack? Sounds very 80s. Mute press. Good old MLK. Strong striper vibes, says Ledgebunger. Yeah, Martin Luther King. Nineteen ninety. Pokemon music. <laughs> Most eighties music does sound lame. Or something like that. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that. I'll still like it. I grew up on it. It's a little bit uh, nostalgic, but it's anyway, whatever, guys. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Let me get to Elias or Elias? Elias? Uh, first time caller out of Houston, Texas. On the line. How are you doing? Is it Elias? Yeah, Elias. Elias, how are you? Pretty good. Nice. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you guys always avoid Lilith, the, the first woman God made. It's like Adam. He made Lilith at the same time, and they're both black. I'm and not black people need to know this that Jesus was white, but the black, the first people God made were black. How do you know that? What makes you think that? Because it says in the Bible, he breathes the dust from, from the dust, he breathed the air into them. Is Lilith in the Bible? Meaning, I don't remember any. I don't remember color. any. I don't remember any Lilith in the Bible. You called her Lilith? Lilith, Lilith not Lilith, not Lilith. Lilith. Oh, Lilith. I call her Lilith, but Lilith. I've never read about, if I've read in, in the Bible, I don't remember reading Lilith in the Bible. I first heard of Lilith. Because the Bible Lilith. is written by demons. I first heard of Lilith, so-called Lilith, by, by that Jewish woman on the fallen state. Some Jewish yeah, sexual remember, woman. Yes, yes, he had her, he had her. Yeah. And so we're not, he, in, they were, we, weren't raised so to, we weren't raised to know about Lilith. How are we supposed to talk about Lilith? If we weren't raised to know anything about Lilith, we don't wow, know if it's true or what. How convenient. How convenient. What do you and mean you convenient? How black people are running rampant. They're running wild. Because what? they're so mad. Because they are... Think about it. God, <laughs> the first people God made on Earth were black. I don't know that. And they, they should Where'd feel responsible that? for that. They should be proud that white Where'd people have get, accomplished all this. Where did you get that the first black, the first people on Earth were black? Be from, from my heart. For God revealed it to me. From oh. from. Why would he? Why would he reveal that to you? 
Because I, lo- I love you guys. I love everything. I love it. I mean, you guys are awesome. I love nice. you so. I love. Appreciate that. And I've learned a lot. And I've, I've opened my eyes. And I understand now why I'm this way and why with, why this world is the, the way it is. Oh, uh, how old are you? I'm uh, 50. F- 50. When did you come to this understanding? Uh, when I started, you know, you guys, when I started listening to Jesse Lee, Jesse Lee Peterson. Oh, okay. How many, how long you been listening to JLP? But it sounds like you got into other things. T- wow, that's cool. That's a while. That's about as long as I yeah, have. I was, but you got I into other things, too. I hated you... black people. Oh, you did? Are you white no, or are you black? I hated black. Uh, or oh, Hispanic? I'm white. I'm, Hispanic. I'm Mexican. Okay. I was born here, and, and my mom is Mexican, and my dad is Mexican. Born and raised in Texas? Yeah, Houston, Texas. Yeah. Among yeah. blacks. Near, yeah, near black blacks. People, they they scare me. Uh, my neighbors are black. Under, I, understandably, I mean, well, I, I don't know about how all they're the, so they're so woman like. They're so female. As in nasty. They're so nasty about attitude. feelings, you know. Yeah. But what? Because I learned this because of Jesse Lee. I know, but Jesse Lee didn't tell you anything about Lilith. So it sounds like you got into other stuff too. Oh, Lilith. The story is that Lilith was made by God, and then she didn't want. You know, regular heterosexual sex. Gross. She wanted gay, lesbian sex. Uh. Okay, and 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 she started having sex with animals, and 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 went into this cave and whatnot. Don't and get too. Adam, ex- don't be. Don't just a heads up. Don't get too explicit for me. Okay, because there's children listening and right. mess. So and then Adam told God, "Look, she's avoiding me. She's. I'm always alone, whatnot." And then she. And then Adam made Eve from his rib. And then Eve was white. Eve, he made Eve white. Blue-eyed, blonde hair. And, but Adam Think was black? It. Adam was, yes, Adam was black. Yes, of course. There's oh, no man, denying he was black. So you made a why, white woman out of a black man? Why are you guys so confused? Why would you make a the white? first man on earth was black, yes. <laughs> are black you trolling should me? Be re- should be proud of white oh, you're, people. You're 50. You can't troll. 50-year-olds don't troll. You're serious. Yeah. Yes, I'm serious. You live on your own. I was raised in, in the evangelical church, bro. Right. You live on your own, and I and I would worship demons. I would I would go out in the woods and cut myself. Yes, wow. I live on my own. Yes. So you're not living with your parents or anything like that. Your mother? No, I'm rich. I'm rich. I, I won the lottery. Oh man, that yeah. can do that can do a number to people. You serious? You won the mm-hmm. wow. Well, very interesting, Elias. But and it is Elias, I not Elias. Any drugs in in, a month, in three months? You haven't done drugs you in three months. Give me hair follicle right now. I'm good. Hair follicle drug test. Oh, that's that's what good. they give everyone at, in jobs nowadays. They you, will give you a hair follicle. You guys, you guys tell these people to pull themselves from the bootstraps. Huh? Yeah, I'm here. I mean, and, and, and you understand that the, the government and any company nowadays, they, they make you take a hair, drug test, hair follicle. And that goes back 90 days. And everyone's on drugs, if not. 
on some type of, you know, issue. Man. Well, I appreciate the call, Elias. Uh, it's not that I avoid talking about this Lilith woman, but I don't know that to be true, and I'm not really into whether that's true or not. I mean, unless there's something that you can, unless you can, unless there's something that you can draw from it. The Adam and Eve story is deep because you see that the man listened to the woman who listened to the serpent, and so the world became became turned upside down with Satan ruling the woman who rules over the man. Right, so, right, exactly. Right. There was no apple. That's what I'm trying to yeah. I didn't say it was an apple. It said it was a fruit. And anyway, it doesn't, ha- it doesn't matter if it was exactly like that. The, the message, the, the lesson you draw from it is, is kind of what's important. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but you do JLP's silent prayer? I've been doing it off and on. I just, but every time it works, it really does work. Oh my God, Jesse's—he's—he's he's got connection. He's connected straight to the source, bro. He's—he's he's Jesus-like. I mean, I can't. So, so you used? Did you used to? Did you used to have a drug problem? Uh, yeah, so-called I used to drug crack. addiction. I was a crackhead and Dang. heroin. I did everything. Shit, I've, I've I've done everything under the I. I I'm a millionaire, dude. I got a lot of money. I do whatever not always, I want. Not yeah. always a good thing, huh? No. I, you do you, guys, do you, you work? guys are so awesome. You should still work, though, even if you are a millionaire. You should have something you're doing with your life. Do you work? Yeah. Yeah, I work. Asmodor blocked me. I don't... Oh, you you're the one... Why Asmodor, oh! Yes, it's me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right on, man. I, well, I appreciate the support. And, um, don't take it personally. Don't, like, I don't want people starting all this conflict amongst, uh, even if you, even if he blocked you, he has the right to block you, man, and he doesn't have to explain himself. Um, there yeah. are many people who just, and I understand the, the alienation you may feel at being blocked, but that's just yeah. the, e- that's just the ego has got a hold of you. You don't have to take it personally. It's, you should take it as, what am I, uh, Take it as an opportunity to look at yourself rather than have the excitement of interacting with people with whom you are on this, you know, the same team. Oh, wow. Right? Wow. Yeah. So, You're right, right. So just be, be more consistent with the silent prayer. Don't be reaching to the drugs. Well, I get, I get that you're three months sober, according to you. That's cool, man. I respect uh. that. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, man. You can call, okay, call man. me again love sometime. You love you, too. Take care. All right. Thank nice. you, buddy. All right, bye. <laughs> Interesting call. Wow. Yeah, I remember Elias. That's cool. <laughs> uh, super chat from uh, Jared over there on Streamlabs says, Alias, which is Elias. He pronounced it Alias. I mean, he spelled it Alias. Is focused on his tribe and not seeing that skin and race only applies to those who aren't with the true Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ, we are one spiritual race. Lilith, or Lilith, is an evil spirit. Jezebel is her alias. Thank you, Jared. Uh, He's Hispanic, so I don't know if he sides with... I don't know if he thinks he's an Israelite. I didn't get into that, but... Yeah, I don't know. I... uh, 
it's not, it's really not interesting to me. The uh, whole, oh, such and such was black, such and such was white, such and such was olive skinned. (laughs) But thank you, man. I appreciate that call. Elias, uh, call me again sometime, I guess. But stick with uh, praying and, and humility. Let me get to Eric in El Cajon. Is that how you pronounce it? California. Eric. El Cajon, you got it right. Nice. Oh, sorry. Does that mean you the drawer? Right. What's that? Does that mean the drawer? It, it, it means the little box. The, the box. like a valley. Here it's surrounded by small hills. So oh. That's why they call it El, El Cajon. Cajon. There's even an instrument, a Mexican instrument called an El Cajon. Speak uh, up for me and like stay close little... to your phone. Okay, it's like a little box you bang on. But anyway, nice. I wanted to say for your previous caller, I know who Lilith is. That was the gal on Cheers who was the wife of Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I never really watched that show much, <laughs> but it was sort of a feel-good show. It's about a bar. But anyway, um, yeah, sorry. I, I just wanted to say on Steve Kerr, something interesting about him, you know, the basketball coach you were talking about? Yeah, the liberal. Um, Something interesting about him, because I just, while you were talking about it, I did like a cursory look at Wikipedia. His own father was killed, shot twice, by members of a Lebanese Shia militia group in the 80s. Yeah. And his dad was an academic. Uh, He was born in Lebanon, and his grandfather had something to do with trying to help people in the Armenian genocide. So... You know, he's got a lot of that. Oh, he even knew members of the Marines in the Beirut-Lebanon attack in the 80s. He knew them when he was an early teen, and he saw them get killed by guns. But it's an interesting thing that if, if his own father had a gun, and I'm sure they were outlawed for people that were, you know, regular citizens who were not outlaws themselves, uh, he maybe could have defended himself. Wow. Yeah, so... You know, it's interesting how people, some people run to, hey, let me protect myself, let me learn uh, martial arts, let me learn how to shoot a gun. Other people run to, let me make more rules so that I'm safe, you know, and he's in the category that wants to run to make more rules or right. something like that instead of relying on independence, and which, which I think is a more substantial reliance because for don't sure have to rely on the government yeah that's manly thinking more armed people more guns less crime uh, that's exactly. that's an that's a book by dr. John R lot jr. PhD who would be okay uh, he, he's he's all, he's behind crime prevention research center or something like that crimeresearch.org he knows a lot yeah. about these statistics and he can give you uh, an honest assessment of the statistics and uh, yeah, he's so better I, than the FBI, really. Yeah, well, everybody's better than the FBI unless it comes to uh, instigating uh, terrorism attacks on American citizens. They're great at that. Yeah, you might be right about that. <laughs> I, you might be right. <laughs> Terrible. Well, God bless you, and I just wanted to share that little bit of information. I appreciate it, Eric. Take care. Okay. Bye. Whew. Okay. Man. Um... Before I get to calls, hang tight, callers. William, I'm coming to you next, man. William and NorCal. Been on hold forever. But first, I have to share this story, update on this story 
hat tip to Big Bump last week. He showed me that, uh, you remember that, that player whom I, Josh Donaldson, whom I, <laughs> whom I was praising because he called some black player Tim Anderson. What's up, Jackie? How you doing, Jackie? And you guys were telling me, but I don't know if I mentioned it on air. I don't think I did. That Tim Anderson, this black player, who, oh, could you dig up that old clip from last week? I don't even remember exactly when I played it, where Tim Anderson was like, oh, it was disrespectful. He was, it's going to be a, it's going to be a hunt. But, um, but, uh, this guy, he was, he started to complain that he was being disrespected and it was racist and... It was from Tuesday, Tuesday the 24th, clip 13, Tim Anderson complains, oh my gosh, and he's like looking down, he's in his, uh, he's in his locker room and talking to the reporter, and apparently there was some on-air little, I mean, during the game little scuffle or, or, um, or hullabaloo, where I think Tim Anderson slid into this third baseman, Josh, black Tim Anderson slid into this white third baseman, black on white crime, <laughs> uh, uh, Josh Donaldson, and Josh Donaldson is like, ease up there, Jackie. And, well, I don't know. I don't know exactly how it went down, right? But they had like an exchange and the bench got empty. When the bench gets empty, that's when players go on the field, like there's going to be a fight, Right. I guess that's what the story was. I don't know. But um, apparently this guy got under uh, Tim Anderson's skin. And, you know, sometimes blacks are very thin-skinned. Is Tim Anderson number 42? I don't know. Isn't that what Jackie was? But anyway, here's this clip from last week that I played last Tuesday, I guess, the 24th of May. Here's Tim Anderson complaining about Josh Donaldson tattletailing to the mainstream media and apparently he called him racist for calling him Jackie, as in Jackie Robinson. You know, that historic player who was like a, like he broke into the white leagues as a black player. Like he was one of the, he's like the most famous one, right? Who broke the barrier, supposedly. What a mess. But here's, and Jackie kind of suffered indignities, but with dignity. According to the stories, right? Oh, they would throw stuff at him, and he would just suffer up and bear under it like a dignified black man. Not so! Tim Anderson, here he is complaining with his vocal fry. Uh, here he is. Yeah, he just made a, you know, disrespectful comment. Uh, you know, basically, was, you know, trying to call me Jackie Robinson. Like, what's up, Jackie? Uh, you know, uh, I don't play like that. You know, I don't, I don't really play at all. Uh, hey, dude. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't really, you know, bothering nobody today, but, uh, you know, he made a comment, and, uh, you know, it was, it was disrespectful, and uh, I don't think it was called for, than they say. That was when you guys crossed past the shortstop there, at the end of the third? Yeah, but that happened in the first, the first time he got on, you know, and I spared him that time, uh, and it happened again, um, and, you know, uh, it was just, you know, it's just uncalled for, you know, it's not, it's not that time to, you know, be playing like that. How'd you manage to contain yourself based on that kind of comment? Uh, you know, uh, I don't know, to be honest. 
you know, I don't know to be honest. Uh, you know, uh, it was very disrespectful, you know. Uh, I don't want to play like that. You call it disrespectful. Tony just said it was racist. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. same, same, same along, along that same line, yeah. Can you say what he said? You said what? Can you say what, what he said? I just said it. I just said it. <laughs> I just said it. Saying Jackie Robinson is racist. So ridiculous, in my opinion. I don't, I don't play like that. You're literally playing a game. The whole game of baseball is unnecessary. It's not necessary for life. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of unnecessary trash talk. Disrespectful trash talk. And apparently, I guess that was trash talk. Or maybe it was all in good fun. I don't know. But um, I'm like, oh, no, I hope that this guy doesn't apologize. Well, he did apologize. Ugh. Oh, no. Josh Donaldson, according to ESPN, far-left enemies of America, enemies of the whites, enemies of men, ESPN, utter cowards, has apologized to Jackie Robinson's wife, meaning widow. Jackie Robinson, I guess he got married, and this woman uh, has survived him to this day. Wife and family for using the... (laughs) To this day! I had to chuckle to give it a little pause to say to this day. The barrier-breaking Hall of Famer's name in reference to Tim Anderson last week, saying Robinson was a true American hero and that he holds his name in the highest regard. This is a report from May 26th last week, right? So the week before he had said, what's up, Jackie? (laughs) So Josh Donaldson, the white man, issued his apology to the widow as if she would take that wrong. I remember... Pocahontas's granddaughter or great-granddaughter or something like that, or grandniece, great-grandniece, took Trump's side against Elizabeth Warren. So a decent widow of Jackie Robinson, Mr. Jackie Robinson, would be on Josh Donaldson's side, the white man. But anyway, he issued his apology as part of a statement released by his agency, MVP Sports, on Thursday last week, three days after the New York Yankees' third baseman, that's Josh Donaldson, a third baseman, uh, was suspended one game by MLB, suspended, Major League Baseball suspended him. Pathetic. Makes me want to spit. But I'm not going to spit, at least not on purpose, inside Jesse Lee Peterson's studio, because I have respect, somewhat. Uh, Suspended one game for inappropriate comments to uh, Tim Anderson. Aren't all comments, isn't, tra- isn't the point of trash talk to be unnecessary, disrespectful, and inappropriate? That's the point. I thought we were men, and I thought this was America. This is America's pastime. Baseball is supposed to be, right? I'm sorry, I thought this was America. It's not America? I guess not. Ridiculous. Let me, let me go on. Donaldson admitted to calling Anderson Jackie, a reference to Jackie Robinson, who broke MLB's color barrier in 1947, and baseball... I don't know if that was a good thing or not. I can't say. Um, In the first inning during Saturday's game, this was back a couple weeks ago, I guess, between the Yankees and the Chi-Town White Sox. This guy is all upset. He should be more upset about the blacks in the south south side of Chicago getting killed by other blacks. But anyway, he doesn't care. The former MVP apologized. Wow, Josh Donaldson was an MVP? apologized after the game, saying he meant no disrespect and that he was joking with Anderson, clearly, who is black. And they capitalized the B in the word black. This is the ESPN article I'm reading to you guys. Donaldson reiterated those sentiments in a statement Thursday before apologizing to Rachel Robinson, the wife, 
the widow of Jackie and her family. I would also like to apologize apologize to Mrs. Rachel Robinson and the Jackie Robinson family for any distress this incident may have caused. Please. Makes me want to spit. The guy who should apologize is Tim Anderson, who's pretending like that's an insult. (laughs) Right? Jackie was a true American hero, and I hold his name in the highest regard, says this guy. Anderson did not speak with reporters, blah, 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 blah. Um, On Saturday, Tim Anderson, the black, the black, no, he's no Jackie Robinson, I'll tell you that much, right? He said he was offended by Donaldson's comment, calling it disrespectful and unnecessary. You heard that? First and foremost, I have the, okay, here's what Donaldson said in his statement. I have the utmost respect for what Tim Anderson brings to the game, the black player, who's no Jackie Robinson. Aw, that's kind. I started over the weekend, I stated over the weekend that I apologize for offending Tim. Weak! Shouldn't have done that. But yeah, I mean, if you want to keep your job, I guess you have to. But I don't know if that's worth a job. But I don't know, I'm not in his situation. And that it was a misunderstanding based on multiple exchanges between us over the years. My view of that exchange has not, has not changed, and I absolutely meant no disrespect. In the past, it had never been an issue, and now that it is, we have a mutual understanding. <laughs> oh, this is funny. I got to screenshot this picture. Uh, no, Tim Anderson is not number 42. He's 7, which is just a fraction of 42, right? 7 is just a fraction of 42. So Tim Anderson is just a fraction of what... Uh, what uh, Jackie Robinson was. He's only a fraction of the man he was. <laughs> uh, here, let me drag this screenshot into the folder. Because you can see Josh Donaldson, the white player of the New York Yankees, his mouth all big and open wide, talking at him. <laughs> and to Anderson, who's seven. Uh, anyway. Donaldson, who is white, s- said that Jackie comment was in reference to a 2019 interview. Listen to this. Some of you guys already knew this. With Sports Illustrated, which is a far-left Enemies of America magazine, in which Tim Anderson, black Tim Anderson, who's no Jackie Robinson, described himself as feeling like today's Jackie Robinson in how he's getting to a point where he needs to change the game. Wow. What a jerk. Donaldson said it was a reference about which he joked around with Anderson in the past. What's up, Jackie? He called himself the next Jackie Robinson. Today's Jackie Robinson. He called himself that in 2019. What a backwards thing. Uh, Anderson said Tuesday he and Donaldson haven't had a relationship since the first uh, time he called him Jackie back in 2019. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. (laughs) Uh, uh, He did say that and I told him we never have to talk again. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. That's Tim Anderson. I don't speak to you, you don't speak to me, if that's how you want to refer to me, Tim Anderson claims that he said to, uh, to Josh Donaldson, the white player. He knew exactly what he was doing because I already told him. <laughs> uh, funny, huh? Okay, so Anderson claims that while Donaldson played for the Minnesota Twins, the two had no contact. I guess, it, I don't know. But that changed when Anderson, Tim Anderson, black Tim Anderson, who's no Jackie Robinson's, hard slide into Josh Donaldson at third base on May 13th, prompted a benches-clearing incident during which the two players had words, meaning they had a confrontation. Josh Donaldson, white Josh Donaldson, and black Tim Anderson, who's no Jackie Robinson, crossed paths again that that past weekend uh, in New York, leading to Donaldson calling Anderson Jackie once again. (laughs) Anyway, what a mess.
He was fined an undisclosed amount, appealed his one-game suspension. So he's eligible to play for the Yankees until that appeal process is completed. Hopefully he wins that appeal, right? I don't know if he did or didn't. Maybe that's gone through already. Uh, anyway, let me play this clip before I get to William. Because let's hear what Stephen A. Smith has to say. You guys like Stephen A. Smith? Uh, he's black. Here's what Stephen A. Smith had to talk, to, to say about white Josh Donaldson's apology to Jackie Robinson's widow and to Tim Ander- black Tim Anderson, who is no Jackie Robinson. Listen to... <clears throat> Stephen A. Smith is the guy who's been a commentator for a long time on sports stuff. I like him. I know he's hit and miss. I know he's black. But he's sometimes he's kind of reasonable. <laughs> Here's Stephen A. I totally believe him when he says he meant no disrespect to Miss to, to Jackie Robinson. And I appreciate his apology to Mrs. Jackie, to Mrs. Rachel Robinson, Jackie Robinson's uh, widow, the wonderful Rachel Robinson. We get <laughs> that. And I, and I believe him on that. What I don't believe is that he meant no disrespect to Tim Anderson. Clearly, if Tim Anderson uh, told you before that it bothered him, you meant to egg at him, as, as Doggy and them have educated me about. Um, he has a history of really trying to get under people's skin. So he clearly meant to do that when it nice. came to Tim Anderson. Again, Worked. I give him credit for this. His story is consistent. Regardless of yep. what Tim Anderson says, he did not back up from the assertion that my communication with Tim Anderson had been this way for several years. We had had these exchanges before. There was no problem. Even with the statement he just issued out today, he's maintaining what he said to the press in front of their face in the immediate aftermath of that brouhaha at Yankee Stadium the other day. And so in regard to that, we have to acknowledge that there is consistency coming out of his mouth as it pertains to his communication with Tim Anderson. He said that, hey, it's clearly a misunderstanding. And now that I know, all right, fine. It's not something he's going to do again. Who knows if they'll ever speak to one another again. Clearly, neither of them are going to have a problem with it. But it was very smart of him to issue this statement. It has the Yankees written all over it because their PR staff knows what the hell they're doing. And it it has their fingerprints written all over it. We understand what he's doing here, and I think it was incredibly, incredibly wise for him to remind the world, I meant no disrespect to Jackie Robinson or Jackie Robinson's family or legacy. His issue is with Tim Anderson. He'll just find a different way to get under his skin if he can. I think one can assume that. (laughs) He should go back to being like, what's up, Jackie? (laughs) And then just deny it. Uh, uh, Man. Poor Stephen A. (laughs) I say poor Stephen A because Stephen A. Smith, I've covered him before. I think I've covered him. I know when I was producer of the J.C. Lee Peterson show, or at least when, in the years since I've been involved with the J.C. Lee Peterson show, we've covered him. Because he was one of the guys who talked common sense about men and so-called DV, domestic violence. Because he talked about, he tells the women in his family not to provoke wrong action because we all know that a lot of women provoke the men to act up, but that's a separate issue. Anyway. <laughs> uh, man. Interesting. But anyway, uh, let me get to William in California. How are you doing, William? Thank you for holding. 
I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? Doing well as well. Thank you. Happy Memorial Day. Indeed. Happy Memorial Day. I think that should be the focus instead of all of this uh, gay stuff and feelings and everything. Yeah, Steve Kerr's father was assassinated yeah. in Lebanon. Yep. You know that? Yeah, I read that and when I was reading up about Steve Kerr, because I was trying to find out about right. the early life. I like to find out about where these people come from. Right. The early life check, right. you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that's a while back. He's a coach over there at the San Francisco Warriors. They're in the finals or something, and they, I don't know, that was kind of womanish. Yeah. He did, totally. And wasn't impressed. Yeah, but I guess that's why we need men's reform. Men's reform, men to reform. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but not in the way that the libs would have us do it. They want to read. No. They want to mess up masculinity even worse than it already well, is. The most important thing is I know is nobody really understands it uh, how important this day is to uh, black soldiers that fought in the Civil War. Nice you know, and what they had on the table. You know, yeah, they on could, both they sides. get their families close to the uh, enemy lines so that they could cross and reunite. They had more patriotism in one pinky than these African-Americans that we have today. But yeah. just not knowing that and being served your barbecue on the paper plate with a nice mountain of potato salad <laughs> seemed Gross. very hypocritical, especially the ones that hate America. Yeah. You know? It really is. That's one of the most bloodiest wars that was fought for many reasons. 600,000 dead, or maybe more. That's correct. Yeah. And the gun. They won that with the gun. And there were a lot of slaves that believed in the Constitution so much that they thought it was worth risking their lives and their families' lives. Yeah. yeah. On both I sides, right? Weren't there on, on the both screen. sides? I see two things on the screen right now. I see the uh, red, white, and blue. The flag behind you, and you yep. got the Confederate. Yeah. Unity. And that red is very important. That's blood. Yeah. And white is purity, and the blue is justice. Nice. And the slaves thought that uh, it was worth fighting for. Yeah. So, you guys eat the barbecue. They paid for it. You eat it. <laughs> and take a moment to... Take uh, a moment. Yeah. Be aware. One of the have some one appreciation. Of the most, uh, proudest things I've ever done, really, I'm gonna tell you, the most was having my father buried in his uniform, full dress, with a statesman funeral. Nice, interesting. Yeah, that's that sounds honorable. Well, as honorable as you can be. He he paid for it. I guess I have to eat it. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. it is. Yeah, we live in a great country. This Constitution was such a good idea that they risked their lives for it. Yeah. Came out of slavery, fought on both sides, Confederate and Union. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking at your flags right there, man. That is definitely a flag on the computer. It's not a banner. Right. And if you notice something about the two flags, they have the same colors. Yeah. True. So it's about uniting. Yeah. Nice, man. Everybody have a nice Memorial Day. Appreciate Shout out to the farmers and the oil riggers and everything. 
you keep the heartbeat of America going, and we're coming back. They're going to saddle up. We'll and the truckers. Liberals. And the truckers. Shout That's out right. to the truckers. That's Appreciate right. the message, William. It's good to hear from you. All right. Enjoy. All right. You too. Take care. Mm-hmm. Bye. A uh, couple of Super Chats, guys. Over there on Streamlabs, Evgeny Crosby stated, Marcus and Joe are watching Cuties in Earl's basement. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't assume that. Innocent unless proven guilty. <laughs> but thank you, F. Jenny Crosby. I appreciate that. And Shaggy Boyce over there on the Odyssey gave a chat that just caught my eye uh, earlier during uh, whatever, during the beautiful music. Shaggy Boy states, my mom had this white heart cassette, James. Just saying. <laughs> wow. Are you a Zoomer or a millennial or, or a Gen X, Shaggy Boy? Because there were some boomers that could have liked white heart. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. Yeah, I don't like potato salad. I said gross because I don't like mayo. I don't like mayonnaise. It's disgusting. And then I think that they put, don't they put like raw onions in there too? They chop up some raw onions and that's like weird. I only like grilled onions. Uh, On my In-N-Out burgers, lettuce, tomato, and grilled onions only. No spread, no Thousand Island, no secret sauce, no no relish, no tomato. Uh, Well, tomato's good, but no ketchup, no mustard, no mayo, no Thousand, no horseradish, no relish, stuff like that. You can fool me with aioli. I'll be okay with that. <laughs> anyway, um, what a mess. Thank you, uh, Azador states he is anti raw onion as well. Yeah, it's just sweeter, it's better grilled onions. <clears throat> uh, all right. Shall I do this? Is this guy, is this guy banned? I don't remember. Uh, let me get to Chuck in Detroit, uh, Michigan. Chuck, how are you doing? What's up, man? What you mean am I banned? You can't ban me. You see you got 200 views. You need me. How you gonna ban me? I got more than that, but, um, I don't okay. need you. 230. 230. What no. What you think of what happened, man, more in Texas? That. But, anyway, go ahead. I just don't rem- I can ban you. I don't remember it, whether I banned you or not. I mean, I remember I banned you. you. I don't of, remember if I brought him back. What's more, look, look anyway. James, what's more important is the kids. Stay close what's to you your phone, please. What do you think about please? what happened to the kids? I am. What do okay. you think about what happened to the kids? You're referring to Uvalde, Texas, the school shooting? Yes, I am. Uh, they were murdered. I said, what do you think of, about what happened? What's your view on what happened? Now, I ain't asked you how they were killed, how the okay. riots ended. What do you, I'm asking you, what do you think of what you have to say about it? I talked a little bit about this after I talked about Steve Kerr, and I'm glad you asked the question. We have a liberal evil society and evil liberal false families, non-existent families, or false imitations of families that produce young males and females who only further bring destruction. And so that's what happened with this man who, this male... 18-year-old male who went and shot up those kids. Uh, I saw pictures of those kids. I'm like, oh, 
cute little... I remember being a fourth grader. I didn't remember being that small and cute. I must have always been tough. You, you were small, Hank. You were never cute. That's all you got to say about it, man. That's all you got to say about it. That's it. Yeah, we have evil in the world. Evil in the world. You don't don't support to shoot. What about, I got you, what about uh, Buffalo, New York? That's more your speed. What you think about that? Same thing. Evil in the world. There's a crazy attack on white people, and some of the white people are backlashing in the wrong way. What's the attack on white people? I haven't seen one yet on y'all. Tell me about it. What were y'all attacked at? All right. So Ukraine and Ukraine and Ukraine, the white people in Ukraine, that's who you're talking about? No, I'm referring to um, the endless smears upon whites as racist in America. They're the whites are some of the best people in America. And they're the best of the whites are being called the worst. (laughs) So it's a it's a backwards world. The white people. The white people are the best people. Who who said that, that they are the best people? I said that. Who, who said that? Right, and you're getting that information from more Looking around. People, am I correct? Look, I mean, look around. The, the whites are the ones who are voting more sensibly, by and large, or at least they're, they're mind politically, and in terms of actual justice and fairness, is more sensible. They're, in fact, they're, they're too fair. They're too egalitarian, honestly. Fair on who? On you? Towards uh, your people? Towards, no, towards yeah. everybody. No, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I wouldn't, I'm not surprised. I'm saying, I'm saying, am I entitled to that? I mean... You are entitled to be I, wrong. Ask, <laughs> so are you, because you're wrong every day, my friend. Nice. But, you're uh, still catching my show? Think, I mean... Uh, no, not really. Oh, okay. I just uh, decided to... Uh, I was on uh, whatchamacallit show earlier today. Yeah, I heard that. And that's what made me. Yeah, I know. You're sitting right there, hey. I yeah, I'm, you on, heard his, me ask I'm on his I network. I'm right there. Nice. Yeah. All right, man. That was it, bro. I okay. really ain't got a lot to say to you today. So. Well, have a good Memorial Day. Remember, <laughs> remember the decent. Take care. And you, and you have a good, uh, what is it, White History? Uh, yeah, is White History month, month. Or is it next month? It's is in July. It July is White History Month. Oh, so, well, know this. I'll call you all July with more information towards, uh, uh, on White History. So I you bet you will. <laughs> How about that? All right. Take care. All right, man. Adios. Yep. Bye. That was pleasant. Or was it? Uh, thank you, Chuck. Appreciate the call. Um, yeah. If you're not, or if you're not familiar... He called into the Jesse Lee Peterson show today. That's Chuck from, uh, he, called, he used to call himself Dr. Detroit. Uh, and said he has no love for the killer who killed the kids. And you have to love both. <laughs> Let me ax you this. <laughs> says, uh, chuckles Christy, Chris from, uh, what's up, Chris? Nice. Different from the Chris here. Very cool. Um, do you want to hear about monkeypox? Uh, I don't know if I feel like talking about monkeypox. Poor nervous Nancy Pelosi's husband. I'm just perusing the headlines. What do I want to share with you next? Um, do, 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 do. Oh, you know what? Let me show you some of this stuff. 
there were some, uh... Well, let me start with this Pizza Hut thing. California Pizza Hut thing. This was... Where did I see this? I don't know where I saw this, but the Los Angeles Slimes, and I don't know when this came out, but David Lazarus, who is not a Christian, I don't think. He's a local journalist or reporter type of a guy here. He appears on local TV, and he writes for the Los Angeles Slimes, I think. He's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show before, talking about, I don't, I forget what. It was an interesting interview, but it was like 10 minutes long. But he wrote... Um, should you pay an extra fee for j- just for being a Californian? Pizza Hut thinks so. And can you blame them? Pizza Hut. <laughs> uh, California, Southern California Pizza Hut customers, David Lazarus explains, columnist, are being hit with an extra charge to help recover the increased cost of operations in the state of California. And... Pizza Hut. They seem to be, like, on the bottom rung. Like, I barely ever hear about Pizza Hut anymore. You, it, back when I was, like, towards the end of high school, I felt like the perception was Papa John's was the best, Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut was great, and then uh, Domino's was toward the bottom, and uh, Little Caesars was just always there, kind of cheap, I guess. And then what else was there? There were some other things. But now, like, I don't even know where there is a Pizza Hut anymore around here. But I don't know. Maybe they're doing well, and I just don't know it. And so, like, business can be hurting because who knows why. But we all know that California is not exactly business-friendly, even though they have, like, the best, uh, you know, they have the uh, huge so-called social media giants and technology stuff. And they're doing quite well, but they do all these things. They have a whole lot of Democrats that hurt businesses. And pizza, pizza, it's huge. They've been around forever, and so they have this huge corporation. They might even be commie capitalists. They might be pro-illegal immigration and pro-mass immigration, right? A lot of these fast food companies are, including Del Taco, Taco Bell, I think, I'm assuming, right? I'm, forgive me if I'm slandering them, but I think that all of those are for the mass immigration mess. And so they kind of shoot themselves in the foot. But uh, yes, California is not friendly to people making it on their own. Therefore, uh, they're okay for the people who are doing quite well and can absorb that, that the cost of the regulations and the taxes and stuff. And they're okay, but a lot of those are leaving too. And they're okay for the people who are, live subsidized lives, right? Sanctuary state of California that lets the illegals and the homeless and the criminals run roughshod over the decent people who are just normal Americans living their lives, right? So evil. And so, yeah, it's, it's worth it to uh, <laughs> charge a California fee. I can understand that. Maybe it's not good PR, I guess. I don't know. But you should blame the politicians and not Pizza Hut. But anyway, what a mess. Terrible. Anyway. Um, 
going back to this shooter, this school shooter, whom we just talked about with Chuck, I heard, according to Uvalde News, oh no. Oh, that's funny. Never mind. This is old news, but it was funny. It was interesting. I think I saw this on TKR Officials Telegram. I could be mistaken. Uvalde News from 2019. Interesting. Sue Claybold, the mother of Columbine High School shooter Dylan Claybold. I don't think they're Christians, by the way. At least not normal whites, was scheduled back in 2019 to speak at Uvalde Memorial Hospital's Healthy Minds Matter event. Healthy Minds. You know, that's that fake mental illness push by liberals event. Wow. Wow. So you can't even really trust the rhinos or the liberals to... uh, Who is she to talk about Healthy Minds Matter? She's the mother who raised this guy to, this Dylan Claybold guy who shot up the Columbine, oh, he shot up the Columbine, uh, I forget what he used. Remember that? <laughs> you, buy a shotgun. Buy a shotgun, said, uh, said Sleepy Joe Biden. <laughs> anyway, we're coming to the end of the, the show, guys, but these women, these mothers of these off people are no one to talk. I mean, I, I get it. Oh, don't do what I did. But that's not what she was. What she gonna? What she's gonna say? Oh, it was his friends. Oh, it was the video games. Oh, it was this or that. Anyway, I don't think so. I don't think I'm gonna fall for that one. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you for joining me for Memorial Day. Hake should be live again tomorrow as normal. Thehakereport.com slash appearances if you want to catch those prior appearances and upcoming on Wednesday. Thank you, guys. Have some quiet time and take care. Adios.